Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining this uh, presentation. So in this presentation uh, today, I'm going to share with you uh, the impact of uh, changing in annual precipitation patterns on corn yield with different management practices, including tillage and nitrogen rate. Uh, before I proceed, I would like to acknowledge and appreciate uh, Dr. Charles Shapiro, who has led uh, at the research site uh, for 30 years. Uh, the research site is located in Northeast uh, Nebraska. So at the end of this presentation, you will be able to know the impact of changing annual precipitation pattern on corn yield with different management practices. And then you would also be able to decide if your farm management practices can be adjusted with changing precipitation patterns. You may all have heard about or know about the global climate change, which is impacting agriculture at global scale. But we are also seeing the impact of climate change at local scale. For example, during last 10 years, we have seen four extreme weather years in Nebraska. In 2011, part of the state had experienced flooding. And then the next year in 2012, the entire state experienced a severe drought. And this was the warmest and driest year on the record. And then again in 2019, part of the state again experienced flooding. And right after that, the next year, which was the last year, 2020, we again experienced drought from east to west. So the question is, how are these extreme weather events impacting agriculture in Nebraska? What are the implications of these extreme weather events on agricultural management practices? So to answer those questions, we used a standardized precipitation evapotranspiration index in this study to determine if this index a range of uh, weather conditions can help us differentiate the crop yield response with tillage, nitrogen rate, and crop rotation practices. And then we were also looking to figure out if this precipitation index can help us in making management decisions with changing precipitation regimes. So to address those objectives, uh, we use data from a long-term study. Uh, this was a rain-fed uh, siltome soil uh, located in Haskell Lab in Northeast Nebraska. This study was started in 1986 and is still being continued. We had a split-split plot design in this study with three tillage treatments of no-till spring or fall plow and disc plow. So uh, there were two crop rotations, including corn, soybean, and continuous corn. We had uh, five nitrogen rates from zero to 160 kilogram nitrogen per hectare with 40 kilogram increments. Ammonium nitrate was the nitrogen source throughout the experimental period of 31 years. 
34 years now. So to assess the effect of uh, changing weather precipitation patterns on uh, crop shield, uh, we, we used a standardized precipitation evapotranspiration index. As the name indicates that this index in considers precipitation as well as evapotranspiration for a site. So uh, we had 31 years uh, data from this study and we divided that 31 years into three uh, moisture categories of wet years, normal years, and dry years. Wet years were further divided into extremely wet to moderately wet years. We had six wet years. So six out of 31 times we had wet years indicating 19% probability of getting wet years. While 19 years were classified as normal years. And then uh, the dry years were further cl classified as moderate, severe, and extreme drought years. Six out of 31 times, there were dry years, and so which indicated 19% probability of getting, getting dry years. So these probabilities are just based on what was observed for last 31 years. However, uh, it is important to remember that these probabilities can change in the future, as some uh, models have shown that more wet years are coming, or you know, precipitation uh, pattern is going to change, and we are going to get more heavy precipitation events in the future. Okay, so um, based on those uh, precipitation years, uh, here is the data. Uh, for example, this, this graph shows a congee response to nitrogen rate uh, in those uh, moisture categories. Here, the yield is shown as megagram per hectare on the y-axis. Nitrogen rate is shown on the x-axis, while these different colored bars indicate uh, congruent shield in different, uh, different years with different uh, moisture categories. For example, uh, the red bars indicate dry years, green bar indicate normal years, blue indicate wet years, while the black and white bars indicate average across all years. So looking at the dry years, nitrogen application did not increase uh, corn grain shield, or it uh, slightly increased the corn grain shield, which was not surprising because corn cannot take up nitrogen when there is limited uh, moisture in the soil profile. However, when we looked at the normal years, uh, we found a quadratic plateau curve uh, where uh, corn grain yield increased uh, from zero to about 100 kilogram nitrogen per hectare. And then there was a plateau at 120 kilogram nitrogen per hectare, which indicated that this was the optimum nitrogen rate for this site. And uh, for wet years, uh, corn grain yield continued to increase with the nitrogen rate. Uh, with, with the nitrogen rate, um, 
uh, and there was no uh, maximum nitrogen congruent yield with the nitrogen rate, indicating that uh, more uh, nitrogen was being uptaken with more moisture in the soil profile. So more nitrogen could be applied during the wet years. Uh, when we looked at across all years, we saw a similar response as we saw in normal years, uh, where again, uh, there, was a, there was an optimum congruent yield at 120 kilogram nitrogen per hectare. So here is another uh, graph showing the corn grain yield response to tillage practices. Three tillage practices are shown on the x-axis, no-till, disc, and plow. So during uh, dry years, no-till increased corn grain yield by nine to 20% compared to other two tillage management practices. And this, this indicates that no-till tends to retain more soil moisture and can help to increase corn grain yield during the dry period. We still uh, saw higher corn grain yield in no-till compared to other two tillage practices in normal years. However, in wet years, disc till and plow uh, increased corn grain yield compared to no-till. This could be because no-till tends to remain little saturated or cooler during the spring period, uh, which can delay corn growth. Average across uh, all years, we found that no-till increased corn grain yield by 3%. So which indicates that regardless of uh, different years, different you know, climatic years, uh, no-till is a good option for increasing corn grain yield in long-term. So in, in some cases, uh, strategic tillage or occasional tillage can help to improve uh, or to, to improve corn grain yield or get some benefits in no-till cropping system. Dr. Charles Wartman has written one uh, article in CropWatch. So if you want to know more about that, you may, want, you, you, you may follow that CropWatch article. Okay, so we have got uh, another graph here with corn yield response to crop rotation. Uh, in dry years, uh, Continuous corn has slightly higher corn grain yield compared to corn soybean rotation. Though uh, corn soybean rotation is generally more productive, however, in this case, uh, during the dry years, continuous corn uh, resulted in little uh, yield increase because continuous corn results to increase results and in, uh, could result in more uh, crop biomass production, which can which can retain more soil moisture compared to corn soybean rotation and can also lower soil temperature, uh, which helps to increase the corn grain yield. But looking uh, during the normal years, corn soybean rotation out yielded continuous corn by 18%. And we found similar pattern during wet years uh, where corn soybean rotation yielded 15% higher than continuous corn. And average across all years, we again found 18% higher corn grain yield with corn soybean rotation compared to continuous corn. So based on the results that I have shared in the previous slides, here are some of the recommendations 
Uh, however, uh, these recommendations are only based on SPEI if that can be predicted. For example, uh, if you are going to have extremely or severely dry years, no-till uh, with continuous corn is a good option for optimizing corn grain yield since we did not see any uh, crop yield response to nitrogen rate during severely dry years. So nitrogen input is not going to provide any benefit during extremely dry years. Uh, for moderately dry years, no-till with corn soybean rotation is a good option. And in that case, uh, you may want to limit, still limit nitrogen rate depending on the severity of, uh, of the dry conditions. Uh, you may go up to 120 kilogram nitrogen per hectare. For normal years, no-till with corn soybean rotation and an optimum nitrogen rate of 120 kilogram nitrogen per hectare is, is the most profitable option, is, is, is a good option. However, for wet years, plowing or disking either in continuous corn or corn soybean rotation uh, can be a good option. And then during wet years, you may, you may want to increase corn uh, nitro nitrogen rate for the corn for example, uh, you may apply 150 kilogram nitrogen per hectare for corn soybean and 220 kilogram nitrogen per hectare for continuous corn. So the take home message, um, though we are not able to predict uh, the, the, the climatic years or the future uh, precipitation patterns, but we can still go with the probabilities. For example, with 81% probability of getting normal and dry conditions and optimum nitrogen rate of 120 20 kilogram nitrogen per hectare can be more profitable uh, for an inferred silt-loam soil. For tillage, again, with 81% uh, probability of getting normal and dry conditions, no-till can help to improve crop yield and uh, profits, but it also helps to protect your soil, provi provides so many soil health benefits that, that are well known, and it can uh, reduce soil erosion and help to protect the surface water quality. Uh, for crop rotation, uh, with 81% probability of getting normal and wet years, uh, corn soybean rotation is a best option for improving your corn grain yield and, and profits. So overall, uh, the data from this long-term study indicates that choosing an optimum nitrogen rate with conservation tillage or reduced tillage and corn soybean rotation, uh, th these are the best practices for not only improving corn grain yield, but also improving profits. So with this, uh, I would end my presentation. And